Hi everyone, welcome back to Through the Eyes of a Therapist podcast. I'm Crystal Martinez Acosta, licensed professional counselor, board approved supervisor in the state of Texas. Yeah, and here we are in the holiday season. Sorry that I did not post last week. I was sick. I lost my voice for a few days and I don't think anybody wanted to hear that. So um, here I am recording a brand new episode just for you. And of course, it's holiday themed, sort of, kind of. I know the holidays can be hard for some people out there. And generally, it can be stressful, uh, whether you celebrate them or not. You know, I know that Thanksgiving is coming up this week. And uh, a lot of my clients are feeling stress and this is what we call a clinical population so people who are who are already seeking therapy some of their symptoms are being exacerbated by the holidays and the stress and the hustle and bustle including stress with finances as we know inflation has gotten the best of the u.s economy so this is something that is kind of universal to all of us not just the clinical population people who are in therapy but people who buy things to live right the price of gas has gone up and down right now it's a little bit on a downswing so sure it could be a little bit more affordable to get around uh, via vehicle but it's still pretty high i know that a gallon of milk is close to four dollars at least here in El Paso, Texas. It could be higher depending on where you are if you're in California. Depending on where you are, the cost of living might be higher or lower. But typically in El Paso, Texas, um, what I hear is that the cost of living is lower, but then also wages are lower, right? So just depending on what your bring home or take home pay is, your financial stress could be kind of congruent or in accordance with that upswing or downswing in inflation. So of course, financial stress is something that hits us throughout the year, but especially during the holidays, especially if you celebrate or feel that pressure to gift give or receive gifts or go out with family and friends to celebrate to eat, even if you're bringing food to a potluck, for example, right? Having to go to the grocery store and get the ingredients for that potluck, depending on how many people are going to be at that uh, gathering and making sure you have enough ingredients to make the recipe and multiply it by 10, 20, 30 people and feed enough, right? So it, it, it can be stressful. Generally also, Stores are more packed. The, the kids are out of school. I know that for Thanksgiving break, at least here in the El Paso district area, um, many kids are out for a whole week. And so uh, parents who have to work are probably thinking about, okay, childcare, question mark. What do I do with my children who are out of school for a vacation? But I need to be at work at my typical nine to five and maybe I can't take time off of work because I need to make ends meet and continue making money to increase that take home pay. Why am I ranting and raving about this? Well, through the eyes of a therapist, for me, it's important to look at everything systemically. Or there are therapies that are based in systems theories. And what that means is 
the way we conceptualize or think about our clients are through the lenses of systems. So we don't just look at the problem as a standalone issue. We don't look at the client having a problem and the client being the problem. Like, am I the problem? Am I the drama? (laughs) No, typically it's not. Through systems theory, what ends up happening is we look at all of the systems that surround a client and it kind of trickles outward. So if you think of a droplet of water landing into maybe a lake, like into a bigger body of water, you see the droplet. And if you slow that droplet down into slow motion, you see a ripple effect, right? So let's imagine that the droplet is the client and the client has a bigger effect or a little ringlet around it. That first ringlet around it is maybe you know, representative of the people who live with the client. It could be their immediate family, their roommates, their direct support system. Then the droplet creates another ringlet. And that second outer ringlet could be the neighborhood and the outer community that the client interacts with and that also impacts the client. So it's bi-directional. The client impacts the community and the community impacts the client. And then it creates a third ringlet. That outer ringlet, that third one, could be an even wider community. So it could be something that's a little bit further removed, but still has an impact on the client. So it could be something like the legal system, um, the police department, public libraries, um, case managers, social workers, things of that nature that still have some kind of direct or indirect impact on the client's life and could also receive impact from the client. And then that fourth outer ringlet could be things like the the economy, the, the bigger picture sort of systems, um, norms and, so, and cultural norms and things like that that have to do with influencing a person's worldview, but maybe don't have a one-to-one effect on the client like a direct family member who maybe lives in the same room with the client but it still has an influence on the client's life anyway so there's that systems view of stress i know that last week i talked about the importance of keeping supervision at a lower cost and keeping it at a flat 200 dollars a month And as I was looking at my finances after that episode, I was like, wow, I'm really going to stick my foot in my mouth because in 2023, I'm thinking of really raising my rates because across the board, just like, I don't know, compared to milk manufacturers or any other type of product that you see out there, things are inflating. Prices are inflating. So my prices also need to inflate to keep afloat if you will right so instead of charging $200 a month I might have to start charging $250 a month or $300 a month for supervisees who come on board with me in 2023 and even then that's probably still a little bit more affordable than what I've heard is out there right now at least in Texas so anyway that those these are just some things that cross my mind as we go into the holiday season but I'm also looking at ways for 
me to keep costs low and to um, also run my business, right? And keep my business afloat, but also um, make my business profitable and marketable and keep my budgets where they need to be. Everybody else's finances look different because they might not own a business. They might not be as privileged as I am to be able to run a private practice or to be able to work from home like I do. However, the pressure from finances and if you decide to celebrate Christmas, especially with gifts, is something that we kind of, you know, we signed up for that. If if that's what we're doing, you know, if that's what we're doing, then we signed up for that ourselves. Like, what? who else is putting the pressure on us for that? So anyway, I bought this. I actually, I didn't buy it. <laughs> I went to this cute little place. If you don't know about it, if you're in El Paso, Texas, there is a place called Books Are Gems. And it's on North Loop. It is a local nonprofit that gives away books every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to children in your household. And they also um, have low-cost books, that used books, for adults. Um, magazines and encyclopedias. And they even have free resources for classrooms and teachers so if you're a teacher and you need resources and books and posters and things like that in your classroom you can go to books or gems and get those things for free I know that they can even sponsor like whole classrooms for like um literary things I was overhearing a teacher who stopped by to pick up like supplies and a whole set of books for like some sort of literacy week or something like that and um they help with things like that. So anyway, I stopped for my weekly stop of, or my weekly fix of books for myself and my child. And um, I picked up a small little magazine that said, um, do-it-yourself gifts. And it was old. It looked like it was from the 1990s, but it was like gifts that you can put in a jar or gifts that you can hand make or um, how to make your own gift card holder or how to make your own Christmas card and things like that. So if you're listening, friends and fam, be expecting a DIY gift. <laughs> um, but also, uh, there are other ways to show gratitude and other ways to show um, that you care um, to people that you love and to people that you care for. I don't know if you've heard of the love languages. Okay, but love languages are ways that people show love to each other and um, the way that they also like to hear love from each other. And so the love languages, there are five. So the first one is words of affirmation. The second is quality time. The third is physical touch. The fourth is acts of service. And the fifth is receiving gifts. For me, I love to receive gifts and I love to give gifts. That is like for sure my love language. Like if I give you a gift, I am sort of like a penguin and I love to give you like a little pebble and I'm like, you know what? This reminded me of you and I love you and it's like my love language, right? If you give me a gift, I don't care what it is. If it's like a piece of yarn and you're like, dude, this reminded me of you. I love you so much. I'm like, oh my God, they love me. Great. You know, and I just get like all warm and fuzzy inside because that's just 
how I am. I don't know why or who or what or how. I don't know how this is formed. This is just a theory created um, from a book. Well, created by Jerry, G Jerry, Gary Chapman, C-H-A-P-M-A-N. This is a pretty popular book. Um, it's a very short read. It was created in 1992. Anyway, um, this is something that when I used to dabble in working with couples a very long time ago, um, something that we would talk about. But even when working with individuals or working in groups or working um, with, you know, companies and, you know, kind of talking about personalities and differences in getting along with each other, this is a good tool to kind of bring out and talk about and process because what you can do is figure out your love language with a quiz. You can go to the website and take a small quiz and it'll send you your like love language profile, which is how I found out that I'm a, a gift receiver and gift giver. And it gives you like your proximal like love language as well. So I think I found out also that my husband is like an acts of service person. So he shows people that he loves them and cares for them by doing acts of service, which makes so much sense because he's an athletic trainer. He's a certified personal trainer. He also um, is just very active also around the house. Like he will fix things. He will patch things up. He will make sure that things are clean or things are organized or like I'm not going to trip and fall or slip and fall on stuff or he just makes sure that people are safe all the time. So these are things that he likes to do to show his love and so sometimes for me because my love language that I interpret love with is receiving gifts I'm a little confused and I'm like hmm I haven't received a gift lately what's going on where's my pebble right like if I'm a penguin I'm like where's my pebble so that's where like the work comes in right is that if I'm a gift giver and gift receiver and he's an acts of service person then we have to somehow come to the agreement or consensus or conclusion that we need to show each other our love languages to ensure and speak each other's love languages to ensure that we feel validated and loved. So I also in turn have to do acts of service for him. So for example, if he's having a rough day at work, maybe like dropping off, he loves energy drinks, so I'll drop off an energy drink or like make him some breakfast really early in the morning or things of that nature, maybe vacuum his truck or whatever. So these are things that I could do for him that would show him that I love him. Even though I could give him a gift, that's not his love language, right? And for Christmas, like I love giving gifts and I want to get him all the things, but that might not show him what his love language is. And so just kind of take note if you want to, maybe this could be a cute little project for you and your family members is everybody take the love language quiz and everybody figure out their love language and then everybody give each other a love language related gift so that way one you're kind of like saving money so if somebody is a quality time love language person you would go and spend the day with them and hang out with them at their house or take them out for a walk or um, go spend time with them uh, sitting on a blanket um, 
uh, under a tree and speak with them about, you know, reminiscing and all of that, you know, like spending quality time with them or take a ride with them in the car, right? So that could be a gift that you give somebody who has the love language of quality time or words of affirmation. If somebody's a words of affirmation person, you could give them like a cute little um, affirmation cards with things that you love about them and they can pull one out every day or like morning, noon, and night, like write something really nice about them that you love about them or call them every every day and let them know something that you appreciate about them or that you admire about them. So depending on what the person's love language is, maybe you can give them that type of gift for the holidays instead and do like a 25 day little you know love language gifting kind of thing um now if the person likes to receive gifts of course that could get expensive <laughs> so maybe 25 items from the dollar store i don't know because i think like for people who like to receive gifts it's also really the thought that counts it's not how expensive it is so um for example, if somebody were to do that with me, like 25 days or 12 days of love language gifts, right? I would be so excited if somebody were to even go to the thrift store and get me like a 50 cent thing, like, you know, for 12 days. I would be like, oh my God. And if, you know, because of the thought behind it, like they really put some thought into this or if they handmade the gift or they baked me something, or they drew a picture for me, or they made me a little bookmark, or they made me an origami bird out of a gum wrapper, I would totally save it and I would put it right here on my desk. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be something that you buy, it can be something that you make, that you found around the house, even if it's something that you already owned and, you know, you wanted to give to me, like, cool. Um, or something you found out in nature, on a hike, like a rock. I also, I collect rocks. Like, I collect rocks and shells, and that's just, I'm okay with that. Like, that's just the extent of, like, the love that I love to receive from people. Like, even if it's rocks, <laughs> I collect them. So anyway, um, that that's my idea for you all this uh, beginning of the holiday season. I'll come back and do some more. Uh, holiday related stuff likely because it's December. Um, I hope you all are staying safe out there and warm out there. I know that it's um, a really bad RSV season for babies. Um, this wild cold is going around because I have had a cough for like two and a half weeks and I should probably go to the doctor for that. Um, and my voice gave out again last week so that's why I couldn't record so anyway um here's this week's content thank you so much for listening to through the eyes of a therapist podcast again um my new website is gonna launch in a couple of weeks so please visit the old website if you want www.claritylpaso.com you can visit me on instagram at through the eyes of a therapist or at clarity ep uh, you can also find me on Facebook. You can find me on TikTok at Through the Eyes of a Therapist with a Z. Um, I'm kind of all over the internet now, so you can find me anywhere. The reality show that I was on, which is something I'll talk about maybe in a couple of weeks, 
uh, will be dropping in December, I believe. Um, I'm super excited slash nervous about that, and we'll talk about that soon. But again, thank you so much for your patience with this unedited, unfiltered, highly candid version and season of Through the Eyes of the Therapist podcast. I will talk to you all again next week and stay safe and warm. Until next time, bye!